All right, we are recording. Hey, and welcome to the Go Getter Podcast. It's your girl, the Go Getter in Charge, Annette Morris, here to help you turn your goals into a plan and your dreams into a reality. Y'all know how we do this now, so y'all should be pretty familiar with the platform. Every week we bring you a phenomenal woman that's doing phenomenal things. So this week is nothing different. I bring to you the one and only Ebony Wiley. Hey, Ebony. Hey, Annette. How are you? I am wonderful. How are you? I'm doing good. All right. Tell the listeners a little bit about yourself, who you are, what you do. Tell them a little bit about Ebony. Sure. So my name is Ebony Wiley and uh, I'm originally from Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, But I am now in this day and age, I'm an entrepreneur. I do business coaching. I do career coaching and I'm also a keynote speaker and I am a contributor author to some, a few different books and a few different publications. So y'all, I met Ebony because she um, saw my call out on Facebook um, where I was uh, li- looking for uh, female authors to partner with me for a book that we are releasing in the month of March. Um, and it is a book featuring 12 uh, phenomenal women that have overcome trials um, to kind of reach back to other women to help them to overcome the same trials that they may be going through or they may endure in life soon, right? And so Ebony took the initiative and she reached out. I didn't know her from Adam or Eve. And she <laughs> took through it. And, and, we, and look, we connected from there. And everything is all good. So when I realized she was a coach, she's an entrepreneur, I'm like, this is a young lady after my own spirit. Thank God for divine connections. <laughs> Absolutely, yes. So Ebony, we talk a lot about goal getting, goal setting on here, because again, I'm the goal getter in charge. So I love to talk about goals. Um, tell us a little bit about why do you feel like goal setting is important? Yeah, absolutely. Because without a goal, you don't have a a true north, right? You don't know where you're going. So a goal really helps you to ensure that your steps on a daily, monthly, whatever basis are marching towards whatever that thing that you set out to Mm -hmm. do. So goal setting is very important. Very important. Yes, ma'am. And I know that you and I talked um, briefly, you know, where we're talking about the book project, um, you were talking about your transition um, from working in corporate to being an entrepreneur, right? So tell us, so I want to know, when did you realize it was time to say goodbye to the real work world? Um, and, and, you know, tell us about that process. Sure. So I was an executive at General Electric, and a lot of people know GE for <laughs> the light bulbs and the washer and dryers and stuff that we buy. But I was actually in the, their energy or power segment. So okay. our responsibility was to build power plants all over the world. So, you know, in mostly third world countries where they didn't have access to electricity and Mm -hmm. our responsibility was the global, I was a global proposal development leader for their technical, for their engineers. And, you know, I had been doing this. I'll never forget, um, maybe about seven years ago, a guy called me and was like, hey, I want you to do this job, lead this team. And I'm like, what? I never did that before. What? Okay. You know, I'll do it, whatever. And I end up loving it. And so I had been doing the job in that for five years. And then I was, I was asked to become the executive leader for this team. And I'm in the job. I'm doing it. I love it. I've been to more than 20 countries going everywhere, you know, pushing and shoving and, you know, just leading teams and winning, right. We were winning Mm -hmm. big contracts. Mm -hmm. When I was asked to be executive, I initially, I really didn't want to do it because I knew the politics, but I needed to do do it for mm-hmm. all of the women, all of the black women, all of the people of color from every walk of life to show them that we are capable of doing it. So I said, yes, I walked into it after talking to my husband 
Mm -hmm. And um, as I'm in the job or before I even got the job, I'm very clear. That's one thing about me. I told the guy, hey, these are the three things I need from you. Right. started being in the job, he kept asking me to check my facts with my male counterpart. Now, mind you, the male counterpart had destroyed my business unit years ago, and he didn't think that I deserved to be at the table, right? Because mm-hmm. of whatever mm-hmm. reasons, right? And the guy who's the leader, he didn't know all of the details that the guy had destroyed the business. He had made everybody leave. And so I was combating this whole check your facts with this guy who was trying to tell a lie. And so I was trying to work around, you know, I knew what was going on in the dynamics and quite honestly, I got tired of it. And I Mm -hmm. literally negotiated my own package and had him think he had given it to me. Right. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I told him on the phone, I said, let me tell you why I'm walking away. I am too gifted and too talented to be checking my, my facts with my male counterpart. And in 2019, it is unacceptable that that's even a problem. The other right. thing I was very clear with you of the resources and the talent that I needed and the money to implement systems and you didn't support me. And mm-hmm. every time I was on the phone with a senior executive, you were not there or if you were, you weren't in support of me. So for mm-hmm. those reasons, I am decided to take, deciding to take my talents elsewhere. Mm-hmm. And Annette, the phone went quiet because he was, mm-hmm. I'm in Houston, Texas, he's in New York. The phone went quiet. And one mm-hmm. of the that I have, one of my superpowers is I like to let people hear the words first. Right. Before I respond. So I let that thing ride for 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. He spoke up and said, you're right. Mm-hmm. I, didn't, I didn't set you up for success, mm-hmm. but it was just time. It was time. Right. 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 So at that point you was like, I know that I'm gifted. I'm fully aware of what I bring to the table. Absolutely. Um, and, and you can set a table of your own. Yes. Yeah. Right. Right. So then you transitioned into um, entrepreneurship from that point. You left the company and then went on to entrepreneurship. So I left the company and I'll be honest with you. I was looking for a corporate job to do the same thing that I had been doing. Right. I was good mm-hmm. at it. Traveling mm-hmm. the globe, negotiating. doing this. I was good at it. Let's go just do it somewhere else. Right. But what I found was I wasn't getting the response that I needed. And I said, I know why. I would get people to say, are you sure you did that? I mean, you're kind of young. Are you sure? And I would laugh because you're already doubting me and we're not even at the interview process. So right, I don't right. work for you. Right. right? Um, and then I said, you know, I'm going to do something else. And I kept, I'm still looking for a job and a couple of opportunities came, but having that emotional intelligence to read, is this the right opportunity? And just being willing to say no. So I said no to a few things. And Mm -hmm. I was at a point, to be very honest with you, where I was really at an emotional low. And Mm -hmm. my husband was going to Hawaii uh, for a business trip. And I said, you know, I'm going to pay for my stuff and I'm going to go with you. Mm -hmm. At that point in Hawaii, I met a lady from California. (coughs) And she said to me, hey, do you, are you a Christian? I said, yeah. She said, do you believe in a power of forgiveness? I'm like, oh, wait a second. And she said, I hear what you're saying, but I think you need to forgive them because by you holding on to you were wrong. Yes, you were wrong. Yeah, I'm with you. He set you up for Uh failure, but you got to forgive him so you can open up for the calling on your life. Wow. I landed. We got back to home. I in, in a car one day. I'm in a very honestly a low place for me. And a lady that I used to work with calls me and she said, Ebony, what you doing? And I'm like, oh, I was in a bad mood. So I'm like, oh, you know, nothing. And she mm-hmm. said to me, hey, um, I need your help. 
Mm -hmm. I have been running around like a chicken with my head cut off, trying to teach people how to be great leaders. And you know what I realized is I'm trying to teach people how to be the leader that I saw you from my own eyes be. Mm -hmm. Can you help me? Annette, it was like, whoa, hold on, hold on. Like, what you mean? (laughs) Right? So, and that is how I started in the entrepreneurial space is that, you know, that calling. And then I had a girlfriend that I used to work with say, you know, you got to stop giving away these gems for free. You need to charge people. And so that's how I moved into it. That is a wonderful testimony. So it wasn't even like on your radar at that point in time, God just literally just kind of like, hey, let me hit her across her head with this because she's still looking for a corporate job and I'm trying to get her out here yeah. into these entrepreneurship streets to help other people. Exactly. And it's been such a blessing in that. So from that, it was like things just start happening, right? I hired a business consultant. She was helping me. Then she you know, turned into, hey, can you come work with me on this? I started a podcast and I started getting people saying, hey, would you come speak in my event? Of course, all virtual, but can you mm-hmm. come speak in my event? Um, can you, would you like to contribute to my book or, you know, just being in this space has allowed me to even meet people like you virtually. Yeah. So it has been just one thing after the other. And, um, you know, just been a, a blessing. And honestly, some days I'm at a place where I'm like, I got so much to do, so much to do, but I just need to take it one thing at a time. Right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And then how do you juggle it all? Cause some of the listeners here are the same position as you, a mom, a wife, an entrepreneur, they do other things or whatever. How do you juggle it all? And then I'm going to ask the hard question. What does your self-care look like? Because don't forget, I'm a therapist. So I want to know that part. (laughs) So so I'll say the juggling. So one of the things I learned while I was in corporate, you know, while I was leading a team that on every continent, I had someone pretty much and doing Mm -hmm. business globally. I am very good about turning stuff off. So, you know, when I was in the midst of my crazy travel, I had a a two-year-old that I was potty training or we were potty training, I should say, I, we were. And so when I came home, you know, at least for a certain time, I cut it off. I Mm -hmm. am a wife and a mom in this space, right? Right. Anybody can wait. But then I would schedule time with my people, you know, after my kids went to sleep or if my husband was doing something. And so I said that to say is I carry that same mantra now. There are Mm -hmm. certain times where I'm just like off. I'm going to turn my brain off and I'm going to go do whatever I set apart. So I, I try to do the, the daily planner. Uh, I try, I keep a schedule. Mm-hmm. However, there are times where I just go, I am going to dedicate this time slot to this and whatever mm-hmm. I can get done is done. And right. I'm not going to carry that thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the way I do it. Um, and my husband, he jokes with me, um, especially when I was doing corporate stuff. He's like, how do you do that? Like, how do you just go from, you know, yes, no, we're gonna, not going to do this. Hey, put this in a contract to, okay, kids, what do you want to eat for dinner? And huh? yeah. <laughs> he's like, wait a second, what's going on? Um, and so you asked me about self-care. So I am a, I didn't used to be, you know, I'm 41 now. And so mm-hmm. in my forties, I've gotten so much smarter in my forties, <laughs> you know, this last year, um, I didn't used to make prioritize self-care. I would do things like workout. I mean, I work out, I do, you know, but I wouldn't like, I, I didn't consider that self-care. I just did it because that's what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. But now I am a Nazi about, I need my space. Like, mm-hmm. I need my space, especially with everything going on with the pandemic. Um, so I will garden. I will, you know, get in the bed earlier than I ever thought I would have gotten in the bed mm-hmm. or I will, I have found that reading 
in my older age or in my middle age, whatever you want to call it, has been, <laughs> has been an outlet for me. So right uh-huh. now I'm reading uh, President Obama's latest book. And when okay. I'm in that space, it, it frees me, quite frankly, from mm-hmm. the fact that I have you know, dinner, you know, for the kids or my husband or work or, you know, whatever's going on, it just gives me like, it's just me and the words on the page. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I think that is because so for one, <clears throat> we are technically people that love to help people, especially if you're a coach, business coach, life coach, therapist, whatever it is. Yes. Yeah. Um, and we take on everybody in everything but ourselves, right? So we'll have everything scheduled, the children, the husband, mm-hmm. um, work, clients, you know, this, this, that, or whatever. <clears throat> in some kind of way, we never make it to our own calendar. We never make it to our own agenda. Mm-hmm. So I intentionally hound my clients like often, like, what did you do to self-care last week? What are you doing today? That type of thing or whatever, right? Just to keep them reminded that you are as important as your clients are to yourself, right? You That's are right. as important to you as your husband is. You are as important to you as your children are, right? And making them make them, themselves a priority. Because one thing I know that if we are anything like a car, we're going to only go so long before we have to refill, right? You yes. have to refill a car with, unless it's going to die on you. You have to refill your body or it's going to give out on you, right? Um, <clears throat> and so I have a daily self-care routine. I get up at four o'clock in the morning and from mm-hmm. four to five is me time and God time. Like that is time for nobody else. I'm not answering my husband, my children, nobody don't. I wake up at that time because they're still asleep. Now, periodically, my husband will wake up at four o'clock and if I got, cause I go downstairs cause I want to be away from everybody. I want to just be me and God in that space. Mm-hmm. Um, and he texts me like last week or whatever, 445. I ignored the text until 501. Cause <laughs> I'm telling y'all, this is me. This is me and this is God. If you're not God or if you're not me, I can't answer you in this time frame. But that's my time that I get up. I read my scripture. I say my prayer. Mm-hmm. I go into meditation after that. Um, and then I read. So like, I love reading. <clears throat> and so between four and five, that's when all of that gets done. Um, and again, I need to do that every day for me, because again, I pour out so much into my client. I have clients almost every day. I have, you know, if my mom has to go to a doctor's appointment or she has something to do, I have to make sure I take care of her that day. I still have my, you know, my boys at home or whatever. So it's, all, it's so much that has to be done mm-hmm. um, in, a, in addition to making sure this business continues to thrive so I can pay my team and do what I have to do for clients and all that other good stuff. So Definitely kudos to you for making sure that you are implementing some type of consistent self-care routine because we all need it. We all need it. And then I also, I'm sorry, I just want to say one more thing is that Mm -hmm. I also started saying no more. So, um, you know, that's good. (laughs) Because I'm a, I'm a mover and shaker. I'm like, oh yeah, okay, we can do this. And I still have that, you know, when people ask for my help that I have to serve them. So when I was in corporate, I was a servant leader. So I, and people used to say, you're a talent magnet. People love to work for you because when they needed something from me, I was like, yes, we can do this. What you need. Let me go do this. Let me make a phone call. So Mm -hmm. I had to really like, honestly take that mantra off Mm -hmm. as I'm walking Mm -hmm. into this entrepreneurial space and say, no. And I'm saying Mm -hmm. no. And when I say no, I mean, even look, you text me, if I'm busy, I'm like, psh, I'm doing what I'm because if not, then I'm like, okay, hold on, you know, doing this thing. And I yes. would do that. Right. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, just like with my husband, he doesn't like for me to be in his presence, but doing other things. He's like, when I'm talking to you, I need you here. I need, that's my husband. Yeah. Don't right. juggle me, babe. Just with you ready for me, put the phone down and yes. just, just pay attention to me. That's my husband. Yeah. Yes. And so I took that mantra from him. This is me. So 
you may not be happy that I ignored your text message or that I didn't do what you wanted, but I needed that time to focus mm-hmm. on myself. So absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. Saying no is very powerful. And one of the things that I realized, like you'll get, um, I have my good clients and this is that or whatever, but you'll get like tons of calls from people that want to quote unquote, pick your brain. Right. Mm-hmm. They don't want to pay you for a service. They just want to take all that you have mm-hmm. and make their businesses <laughs> be great or whatever. Right. So I've learned even how to, convert those particular people like either you're going to secure a service or get off my phone (laughs) no and they're not gonna pick your brain with one question when they say pick your brain they're gonna hold you on the phone for about 30 45 minutes to an hour asking question after question so one of the things is i'll let them get a couple of questions off and then i say you know what yes that's something i can definitely help you with that sounds like something that will be good for our one hour coaching program and that's something that sounds like something that i can answer in one of our three month coaching options that type of thing when you redirect them to a service that you have that's going to cost them a fee either they're going to step up and become your client or they're going to get off your phone that's one of the things that i've learned so we have to learn how to redirect even those people um because again if you're coming to me as a coach or something and you want to pick my brain that's fine if you pick my brain in a coaching session Mm -hmm. but you're gonna hold me on the phone for a whole hour and and i'm not gonna reap any benefits from it and you're gonna reap all the benefits that's That's right yes yes so yeah that's that's in other words that's another way of saying no (laughs) (laughs) but yes tell the listeners how they can follow you and how they can stay in touch with you Absolutely. So I am on Instagram and it's pretty little leader on Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter and and on LinkedIn. And so you can follow me there. Um, And what I'm doing out of the pretty little leader, which is my own personal podcast, I do consulting and speaking. So everything is ran out of there. And I would love to connect with you and uh, you know, really get to know you and, and reap some of the, the goodness from the listeners. Absolutely. Well, Ebony, we so appreciate you for taking time with us on today. I appreciate you all for listening in on this particular podcast. I hope that something that Ebony has said has resonated with you all and connected with you in such a way that can get you to, if you're ready to take the leap from um, entrepreneur, from uh, employee to entrepreneur, whatever it may be, I hope that you have a takeaway from this particular show. Um, however, We are out for today. Thank you for listening. You know we're going to be back same time, same place next week. So until then, love you all. You all have a wonderful day. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.